Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. Episode is too close. It should have been later in the season. Yeah, I that- really got the vibe that uh, the episode where the Enterprise had to be evacuated and they uh, cleaned the carpets or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The card got trapped on board and it was really a lot like that episode. They were like, hey, that was a really good idea. Let's do it twice in a row. <laughs> well, and the fact that they actually had Tim Russ come back because he was on that episode too. And it's like, shit. <laughs> My God, you're scaring us, Robot Bob. Uh, I hope it's recording this. I mean, we sound like idiots if if the uh, distortion isn't coming through. Hmm. Maybe he's been assimilated. <laughs> Just pull the pull the cord and plug your headphones into the. Uh, do you, are you on the laptop? Do you have a built-in mic? <laughs> How does Han understand Chewie? I can't understand what Bob is saying. Hello, hello, hello. See, yeah, I, don't know, I don't know if I'm being picked up by the external microphone or the one on my... Would, would tap the one on your thing. That wouldn't... I mean, I wouldn't hear that. Well, we're hearing stuff. Pretty sure you're being picked up by that one. I'm just yeah. Hearing, now I'm just hearing Ghostface because I hit the button and Ghostface came through. Oh, that's awesome. I swear to God, I'm not even lying. It sounds like a lie, but it's not. Um, I wonder what this sounds like now because now it's not coming through any microphone, the external mic. I bet that sounds like shit. Not, it sounds fine. No, yeah. but I'm saying I wonder what it's going to sound like recorded when I go back and listen to it. It's probably well, It should sound like what we hear, right? Yeah. Well, see, and the other thing, I've, I've, that's your Apple headset, right, for the iPhone? Yeah, but I don't think it's coming through this microphone. I think it's the external on the computer machine. Well, cup over it. Now talk. Hello, 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 hello. It's coming through your, your headset. Yeah. It is? Yeah. Okay, well, then hopefully that works then. That would be yeah. cool. And I've, I've, yeah, that's the same as I've recorded when I'm on the road. Okay, I, I don't. I just. I didn't know if it was coming through the external headset in the machine, like the. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I I might be doing that right now myself. I don't know. It's we've got so many iterations. I'm always afraid because I've had it like my if the cord jiggles a little too much, mm-hmm. it'll switch me back to internal mic. Mm-hmm. And then I've recorded shows like that, and it's like, oh my god, I felt like an idiot. Is that similar to internal monologue? And it's just yeah. Your deep thoughts about stuff, your insecurities. My my room noise is is my. Uh, what if you accidentally crush. recorded your podcast in inner monologue? And it's just about. I, I think Jenny would just be happy that I recorded a podcast. Well, you know she needs to lay off, man. Like that's all right. How's that comic coming, Ben? You, oh. rec- you record with us. That's enough. I'm happy. 
I thought that would jumpstart your podcasting. I think the Power Geeks not being uh, uh, picked up that night really put a dent in your yeah. fender. Well, I was just telling Dennis it also it didn't help that the Cubs were heading to the World Series. They're not. They're not. It's two two. They got a lot of games left to win. Kershaw. No, no, I said no. Last Kershaw's year, going to pitch at least two games. Last yeah, year, Magic with, Johnson's going to come in and play center, and the Dodgers are going to win. And he's going to give everybody AIDS. That's right. Well, as long as they don't let anybody from uh, the South Side of Chicago sing, that, that, that's the key. And no fans touch anything. Um. They can suck it. I'm rooting for Cleveland because Cleveland hasn't won like in 60 years. Yeah, but these oh, fans are annoying. So oh, look how insufferable they are now. Are the Indians? The oh, no. I mean, they're losers, though. Guys, live and let them have that. I mean, come yeah, on. They can have one, but if they have two, they're going to think they're the greatest town I'd, in the world. I'd rather see the Indians win than the stupid Cavs. Like, who gives a shit about the Cavs before LeBron? Yeah. And you know what, Ohio, you're welcome. It's all me, baby. Me. <laughs> Wait, is it because he is, did they hear that you were coming back to town and then they just kind of ramped no, up? Like, wow, Bob's coming to the state. He, he demands a winner. <laughs> we, we need to up our game. Well, look, Ohio State's won a title, and then now Cleveland's won a title all since I've been here, baby. That's right, me, baby, me. <laughs> I guess the uh, Cincinnati Reds and the Bengals haven't gotten the memo yet. No, well, you know what, man? They know that I don't support them openly. Like, you know, I don't watch the NFL and I don't like the Reds. I mean, I don't mind the Reds. Like, it's not like it offends me. I mean, they're they're really pretty harmless. Yeah, they're the Reds, you know? Even when they were good, they were still not good. But, uh, but yeah, like Ohio State wins. This guy. I don't even like them. They were like, you know, maybe if we win, he'll like us. You know what? If you want me or Ohio State, you drop that Urban Meyer guy. We can have a conversation, but until then, I got nothing but dis- disputes and hatred for the Ohio State Buckeyes. I don't like them. Manonosity. Animosity. That's right. That's the word. I was, that's a big college boy word. I bet that Urban Meyer knows that word a thing or two up there. I'll show him something. You understand. Yeah, well, see, you need to transition to yelling Ric Flair. Like, right. it's fine to do kind of subdued Ric Flair, but then he, he hits his Trump moment where he just has to start yelling at everybody. And, like, and why can't she put him away? I don't understand. Because, yeah, people are crazy. I don't understand. Like, because my she wife sucks, too. That's, why, that's exactly that's what my what wife said. <laughs> and I think she spends too much time arguing with him because if you argue with someone who's insane, it's hard to tell the two different people apart. Like, I just, she just needs to go, motherfucker, please. <laughs> like, I, I just, she needs him. She needs him to be crazy so she just, you know, can let it happen and he look bad. She's not going to win. I don't know, man. That's right. Those people on Twitter that bitch about Donald Trump, they don't vote. The people, the crazy old white people vote. That's what they do. Like the old people are going to vote and they're going to vote for Hillary. They're going to vote for Trump. He's going to win. Watch. Okay. I don't know, know, man. I wasn't going to vote. I'm going to vote this year. I hope so. I seriously was not planning on voting. I was like, I I hate all these people, but now I just like, I got to vote. Well, you don't like the idea of having a a relocation to a more concentrated area of town? Maybe go camping? Yeah. Dennis, we we talked about this at the time. I mean, I've always wanted another ID. (laughs) (laughs) Wearing an armband might be a little much. We talked about this at the time. Dennis is a, a veteran and a Muslim. They don't know what to do with him. Yeah. 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 I, I think one trumps the other. 
Oh, <laughs> Ben will be here all night, everybody. Listen, yeah. uh, no, I had to change my, my name. wife is an immigrant too. <gasps> oh no! Does that mean you have an anchor baby? Yeah. No, yeah. she's a citizen because of you, because she married you, right? No, that she's not that, a citizen. My wife's not a citizen. That was her path to citizenship. She's a foreigner, man. She's an alien. Wait, no, she's, she ever, a, if she, she's a citizen because she married you. You're no, an American. She's a resident. She's a resident. She's not a citizen. Oh, so now, but yeah, she is now because she got a baby, Jack. So she's an anchor. You got anchor babies. Yeah, I mean, our kids are citizens. Nice. So that means send your wife back. You don't need her. Well, yeah, I was gonna say if she ever gets too mouthy, it's just like, hey, 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 I'm hey. waiting until they're out of diapers. <laughs> I, I got, I got ice on her with my, because. Yeah, my, uh, you know, harem of women that I'll bring in. Look, take. I'm telling you, six is a good, like Sophie's five, like when she was five and six, that's a good, like today, for example, they had the day off from school. We went to the comic shop and Bobby is running all over the comic shop because he's three. He's a yeah. terror. He's running all over the place. He's messing with everything. He's just being a general pain in my ass. Sophie is sitting on the floor, crisscross applesauce, reading uh, like a My Little Pony comic book, just sitting there. Just minding her own business. I'm like, hey man, we gotta go. I'm not done with my book yet. I was like, it's not a library, bro. As Bobby's like, n- like sitting on the bottom shelf of the new comics releases and like demanding cookies. At one point, uh, he asked me to put him on my shoulders, so I put him on my shoulders, thinking I would have him in kind of like a, some sort of control, some kind of torture rack of control. He starts <laughs> eating my hair, like he just starts biting the hair off the top of my head. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, Bob, what are you doing? He's like, I'm eating your hair. <laughs> You're a maniac. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, no. What I like this? the theory that uh, children are drunk midgets. Yes. And it, mean, it fits sometimes. It gets no better because, I mean, at the con, Ben, you lost your son. Yeah. He just disappeared. He, he freaked out a little bit, too, when he couldn't find us. But I do like... His, uh, his rational thinking on how you guys would find him. I thought that was pretty cool. He went to the TARDIS. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. They'll find me at the TARDIS. A rally point is the TARDIS. I know my parents. Yeah, well, I, and I told him, yes, if we're ever at a con and you get lost, you go to Bob, uh, you, you go to Sam Ellis even. Just, you know, somebody that I know. Yeah. And they will, they, you'll be safe there. And Stay I will alive! Be- I will find you at the con! <laughs> Or the TARDIS. What a great show. Oh, my God, it was great. For a one-day show in Hampton, that thing was killer. Yeah, I was a little pissed off. I bought the weekend pass, and I sat there all day Sunday waiting for him to open up. (laughs) And then I found out the guy I bought my badge from wasn't actually associated with – he was just some guy that was, you know, at the McDonald's in Hampton. You know what? You probably weren't the only one because I'm sure that happened at a lot of McDonald's in Hampton. I will tell you, I was stunned. I got there about 1230 in the afternoon, and I was stunned by how many people were there. Yeah. It was insane. You know what stunned me? The hour of traffic that I had to sit in and uh, to get to Hampton from Town Center. (laughs) That happens uh, every day, every time of day, no matter where you're going or what's happening. I went to Drew's house, who lives in Hampton. Friday night, I left it. Seven o'clock, thinking I would be okay because it's seven o'clock. I sat in traffic for an hour and a half. Just, mm-hmm. and I even went the back way. Like before I got on the tunnel, I went down Tidewater Drive and all that. Uh, there's traffic there too. And then to make it, we're, we're complaining about Virginia Beach traffic, see, because it's a, we're like a, like a kind of, I guess Virginia Beach isn't necessarily like a peninsula, but it's the 
furthest eastern point you can get. Like it's just a, it's a, it might as well be an island. And in order to get anywhere, you've got to cross bridges and stuff. Two peninsulas. Yeah, we had a lot of rivers. Yeah, and it's just the and bays and oceans, and it's just the biggest pain in the ass in the whole wide world. Yeah, spits. Yeah, I was sitting in traffic, just going. Now I know I don't live here because I mean it's this giant, giant, uh, a waterway, and there's two crossings. Mm-hmm. There's two. That's it for. A, 13 million people or whatever it is. There's two. Yeah. We need to build the George Washington Bridge pretty soon. They just need to build a new fucking crossing because it's stupid. I used, to, I used to work in Northern Virginia, but I still live down here. And so my fantasy, every time I'd get stuck in traffic, would be that there would be like a private tunnel <laughs> here. And, and like only like special government people like me could it like. Is. It. And you'd like drive in and they would like lock these clamps to your tires and then you would shoot through the tunnel at like a hundred miles an hour safely and pop out in DC. That's called my anus. Yeah. <laughs> Especially those clamps. Yeah. So I didn't watch the episode. Um, I can't think of an excuse why. Like I haven't been. I mean, you did have two weeks to watch it to be fair. All right. Well, I traveled last week, Thursday for. I finished Luke Cage, which was cool. That's that's the excuse because you don't tell. Don't Luke Cage. No, no, no. I'm only on. I I, I just got to the dramatic uh, fight with uh, Diamondback. So. Oh, at the end. No, 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 no. Episode seven. Okay. Episode seven. Oh, so you've gotten through the first arc then. Yes. Okay. And I got, a new shit was revealed in a garbage truck and then the end. Yeah, see, so that's... Need, uh, yeah. Go beyond that. Yeah. Strange, strange uh, yeah. things are happening. Yeah. Look but at our faces. Time. Look at our faces. That tells you all you need to know. See, it, it's... I love the show. From what you've seen of Diamondback so far, wouldn't you think it would be better if Tony Todd had played that character? I think he's aged out too much. Well, yeah. I mean, Tony uh, Todd in like Tony Todd, like the rock Tony Todd, because that's basically who this guy is channeling. Yeah. This is him or the black guy from Designing Women. I can't figure out who. What's his name? Meshach Taylor or something like that? He was also Hollywood in in Mannequin. Like, it's a little bit of that. Like, he's a little bit of, he's a little bit of crazy. He might kill you. He might suck your dick. You don't know what he's going to do. He might kill you by sucking your dick. <laughs> I'll suck the life out you. I love that Rosario Dawson is, is Night Nurse. With, I mean, I don't, yeah, I don't know if they give her the name. but she And that is such a minor character in Marvel, or at least as far as I was aware. To my understanding, uh, what's her name? Um, Rachel McAdams, I guess. Yes, she's she's the, the actual person. Night Nurse. Like, so, yeah. Yeah. She plays oh. the night nurse in night, Nur- night Nurse is a white woman, you understand, in the comic books. Uh, One version. Like there's I, there's been three different night nurses, I think. Yeah, yeah. but I, I read the first issue of oh, Luke Cage. God. I started reading like the first from the 70s, like the first couple issues. And mm-hmm. her character's name, who at the moment escapes me, um, was a doctor in the first um, issue who was assisting the dude who did the tests to Luke Cage in the book. Okay. So that's where her character's name comes from. But mm-hmm. I, Rosario Dawson is a, a beautiful woman, and I love her so much. I had such a crush when I was younger. I have a crush now. She's aged so well. She has. She looks, she she looks lovely. The movie is 
pretty terrible, but she has a great topless scene in Alexander the Great. Oh, in Alexander, that's right. Where like yes. it's yeah. somebody told me it gets kind of rapey and weird. Like she turns into yeah, like yeah. you got to look past all that. <laughs> I don't know, man. And Colin Farrell probably gave her crabs or something. Probably. But I, I love Drew. Told me he met her one year at Heroes. Like he didn't go to Heroes. He wasn't tabling, but he was there showing his portfolio when he was outside drawing. And somebody came up to him. And he just saw feet. He said he saw beautifully manicured feet because he was looking down. Mm-hmm. And then like looked up and she was like that's amazing and he was like oh thanks and then got we just went back to sketching and then she left and uh somebody was like dude that was rosario dawson he's like shut up because i guess her brother had written a comic that was out with image at the time uh-huh. and she was there kind of in support of her bro to stand at his, her brother's table like a booth babe yeah hey look look how great my brother is I, I think i would still be doing comics and my comics would be selling better if if I had Rosario Dawson as my sister, you never know, man. And and like she could come stand at my booth and be like come see, you know, the banner would be you know meet Rosario Dawson with comic <laughs> with Ben Black Ben Dawson. That's what it would say on the on the banner with Ben Black. <laughs> <laughs> How's that comic? Meh. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so this episode uh, is we get a little deep into the whole trill stuff. Yeah, it's the, it's the uh, trickle down. What was it? A trumped up trill economics. But this was a uh, Jenny when we watched this two weeks ago. I had to rewatch it again tonight. But w- when we first watched it. She was like, you know, we can kind of deep into the whole trill society stuff. You know, yeah. what, what's, what's yeah. going on with all that? I mean, that? you kind of have to, though, almost, right? Because, like, she's a major character on the show. Mm-hmm. So, like, you have to kind of know about her, you know? I mean, and well, it, yeah, but she yeah. was thinking that we hadn't really learned enough about this to, to be this deep into uh, it. Okay, so it's so like... I, I had to refresh the right. episodes. So what you're saying is, like, you guys went to the history of trill class but skipped like two days because like there was a bitchin' party and then yeah. you guys had like a, a total sleep in and then you're just like oh man we got to go to trill class today it's friday you go and you're like what the fuck happened yeah. like, they weren't supposed to start in the syllabus on the first day but they did because there's so much <laughs> shit you know, cover. We, we missed homework on, on the first two days right yeah you, you covered chapter three already well jesus yeah, but I thought it was it was kind of poor planning of the season to have the very the, after we come out of this these first three episodes where they end up having to evacuate DS Nine mm-hmm. and kind of defend it against an invading force. The premise of this one starts out with DS Nine has been evacuated, and so now then this invading force led by a Klingon comes and takes over yeah. the station. It's like you guys kind of just did this. I, you know, I, I thought it was kind of weird, and this, I, I agree that it should have been spaced out a little better. Space it out, but but Take it hits wormhole out. But at the same time, I, I the gaping I, wormhole. Dennis, what do you keep looking up for, man? Like, is there a yeah, baseball game? Yeah, the Cubs are playing in relation to where you're sitting. Like, is it? <laughs> I mean, but it's just like it's over the fireplace. Right up. <laughs> 
Because, I'm looking like, down right now. Like if I look straight forward. This is me looking straight forward right now. Okay. Yeah, because we're on the laptop. Slightly to look at the TV, but I'm looking down. Hunched okay. over to be with you, gentlemen. Hunched over. Yeah, no, because you just keep looking like up like you're a kid in like war-torn Germany, getting ready to be bombed again, and you're just gonna go hide. I'm hoping it's a candy bomber. Please be the candy bomber. The British have come again. And the, the, the bombers are going over the houses again. You sound like Colonel Clink. That's awesome. And, <laughs> and there's no Clink. way that we would know if Colonel Hogan would be dropping the bombs next. <laughs> Hogan! Hogan! And I will tell you, uh, that show is awful. Mm-hmm. Uh, just sucks. And you know, it, what's funny is like the composition of Hogan's heroes is basically the same as uh, Colonel Nick Fury's Howling Commandos, yes. like as far as uh, the, the um, ethnic makeup. Well, except Hogan. Yeah. Well, I'm talking about like in the comic. Well, classic. It's different too. I don't know. I don't know. Just yeah. sucks because it's weird too, because like, that show is about the wacky Nazis. Cause you know, there were lots of those running around like the wacky kind of, you know, slapstick uh, Keystone cops, Nazis, not the ones that were, you know, trying to annihilate an entire race off the planet. Did you ever see the movie that this, that the uh, Hogan heroes was based on? Uh-uh. It was like Stalag St- 17. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It, was a very, it was a dramatic, serious movie. And then uh, somebody said, you know what? This movie's missing laughs. We got to stick some laughs. You know, that was actually a name of one of our, like we had 40 squadrons at the Air Force Academy for the cadet squadrons. Mm-hmm. And squadron 17 was called Stalag 17. Stalag 17. <laughs> yeah. Stalag 17. I don't know so, if you can hear all the horns in I my can. Uh, What's that? Is it like an earthquake? Yeah. We we just had one of those uh, Stalag jets come by. The Luftwaffe is the Luftwaffe is now fighting with the American bombers and the German bombers. The Luftwaffen, and we hope to have the Strucken with the Strucken and in Poland by spring. I am reading uh, Slaughterhouse Five now. Never read it. Pretty good. Oh, that's Pretty good. good. I, I like it a lot. Yeah. Very fun. It's very funny. Uh, a friend of mine basically begged me to read it. And he even said, he lived, we were at Drew's house and he's like, you've never read Vonnegut? I was like, nah, man, I just thought it would go over my head because I'm kind of dumb. And he was like, oh, I'm going to go get it. And he drove to his house and came back and gave me these books. And he's like, you got to read them. It's really oh, So good. you've never, you've never read any Vonnegut? I've never read any Vonnegut at all. Like, Oh my God. And I was I being that's the only thing I've ever read from him. He gave me two really? books. And I'll tell you what, man, like it's cool. I told uh, my friend Robert, uh, I think you met him at the show, Dennis, the little short, stocky black dude. Uh, he was at dinner with us. Um, I told him I, it reads a lot like Douglas Adams, mm-hmm. like kind of like whimsical and in and out of plots and kind of stuff like that. But I think Adams is a little more wordy, mm-hmm. you know, like where I think uh, Vonnegut's a little more direct. But then well, Douglas Adams is a little more zany. Yeah. Yeah. Like but it, I mean, even a lot more ridiculous. Some of this book, like just some of the, I don't just see, like, I guess the, you know, the plot about jumping in time of this guy's life um, seems yeah. a little Adams esque, if you will. But I guess Adams would be copying Vonnegut because Vonnegut was first. First. But, you know, Douglas wrote, Vonnegut would, yeah. And Vonnegut wrote term papers for, uh, 
Rodney Dangerfield back to school. That's the only reason why I knew who he was. And I told yeah. Robert that I was like, the only thing I know about Vonnegut is that he shows up in back to school and Dangerfield fires him because he doesn't know enough about his own books, which I thought was awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. Hey, Vonnegut. <laughs> That's all I know. That's it. That's my all. But I thought it was too highbrow. I think I get him and Kafka. Mixed. But back to school was too highbrow? <laughs> yes, for me. Uh, I thought Vonnegut was a little too highbrow. I you should check out his short yeah. stories. Yeah, it seems rather silly. I kind of dig it. Yeah. yeah. It's I like, honestly... Isaac Asimov might be a highbrow yeah. in the sci-fi department, but I don't think Vonnegut is. Yeah. It's definitely silly. Like, so far, it's really funny. There's a couple times that I've laughed out loud. I've LOL'd. Yeah. IRL. I've laughed out loud at the funniness of this book. Wish I could be in an alien zoo. <laughs> the hot shit. Yeah. I haven't got that far yet, dude. Spoilers. But I'm, to- I, I'm totally binge reading this book, bruh. And then I told somebody that they were like, no, you're just reading. I was like, I know, but it's fun. <laughs> like, I read like four chapters. I'm binge reading, buddy. It's like Netflix for books. Yeah, it's amazing, man. Like, it's so killer. Now, do you have the paper kind? <laughs> Yes, I actually have the paper kind. He he went got me a paper copy of it. It's really cool. That is so awesome. I prefer paper books. Um, we have one Kindle in the house, and it's like the old school one that's not backlit. So you mm-hmm. need light, so you need light for it. Like it's got the digital ink on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, we never plug it in, and I'm not sure it works anymore. And you need a light for it because yeah. you know you have to have like one of those little lamps. And that's yeah. kind of annoying. And some of the ones that are backlit, like on the iPad, like after a while, they just kind of hurt my eyes. I know that sounds kind of yeah. like I sound like the biggest puss in the whole wide world. It's, I, I like the, it was like the nooks looked like they had Indiglo technology or something. Indiglo. It's soft blue glow. Yeah. The screens. And it had the, the, the e-ink otherwise. Because my Nook is one of the unlit old kind. Yeah. The, the ink, and I, I prefer that totally. Yeah, that's what we have. But my Kindle is a Kindle Fire. Mm-hmm. I got it like as a, a raffle prize at a Christmas Ooh, party. What a wonderful raffle prize. I was like, my goodness. And I, you know, my kids watch uh, YouTube videos on it. I watch Star Trek on it because you got Netflix. And it's, it's a tablet. Oh, that's cool. Now, is it a, is it a quality tablet? Because I know they're pretty cheap, right? Yeah, they're they're stupid cheap, and they're it's just you know it's not fancy, but it's just a seven inch tablet, and uh, it's probably what's kept me from getting an iPad. Because any need that I would have for an iPad, that kind of you know between my iPhone and the Kindle Fire, it's like Comicsology. Can you had we've had a Fire for a while, and then I I got my wife a iPad a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. It's a. Uh, big difference yeah oh no i i understand it's a huge difference i'm but it's but if i wanted a like a, a an e-reader to read comics and uh books on yeah like ours was it gets kind of buggy sometimes but that may have been due to my son messing with it i wouldn't think that at all <laughs> <laughs> why would that happen yeah sometimes it does weird stuff but uh i dropped it and broke the screen anyway so it don't matter see this it don't is, matter. I said, take that, son. Stop breaking my shit. That, that's what I got. Oh, that's cool. Okay. It's just, you know, and I can... Is that where you read your bare erotica, dude? This is exactly <laughs> that. 
Erotica. But uh, as you can see, my kids use it for uh, Netflix and Hulu. So. Nice. Uh, Dennis, I got to give you that Hulu. Uh, remind me after we get off and I'll give it to you. Mm. Or do you, want my, do, do you want Amazon Prime? Gentlemen. Okay. Wow, we're not talking about this on the show. Whatever, dude. Whatever. Nobody listens. I mean, I it's, all, it <laughs> it's all speculative anyway. What, what was the plan we came up with on the panel? That everybody, you'll share the password with everybody? If yeah, Basically, everybody knowledge. needs six or seven people as friends that pull together, and each person signs up for a different streaming platform. And then you all just share the, uh, the login credentials for it, and then everybody can enjoy everything. There you go. But everybody in the audience had to give Dennis a dollar. So he nice. Did up. it work? Yeah. Now I walked out with zero dollars, but yeah, I got a good uh, good feeling about next year. <laughs> good feeling. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm hoping Mike lets us come back. I think yeah. I mean, hopefully that was a. I mean, it was a really great show. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely like to have had all four of us on the panel. You want all four, brah? Yeah. I want, I want, the, I want the full. I want the full house. I want you on all fours. Yeah. There's only one live mic for the room. So, you know, I don't was, even know why you need the mic. Just like, just talk real loud. I don't. Well, we during our panel, we didn't use no mic. Well, see, I was trying to get Jenny and Dennis to like go up to the mic at the podium. Ah, okay. And then each person would have to take a turn to speak and then uh, request the floor. And they wouldn't play along. Well, you know what? They're dicks. Yes. Right? We had the opportunity. Had the opportunity. Much like uh, there was the opportunity to take over Deep Space Nine when it was abandoned. Tonight? Yeah, I heard that. I didn't watch, so I don't know. Yeah. Um, okay, so basically, they get boarded. Uh, f- of course, uh, what's his nuts? Uh, Quark is uh, you know, the, the weak link that let this happen. Well, uh, what did Quark do? I don't like that. I don't like that. Quark basically sold out the uh, when, you know, when this plasma storm was going to be coming so that it would give the opportunity for them to board the station. Uh, you know, they, they basically pretended like they were a ship in distress. Yeah. Uh, and he also put the little doodad on the, uh, the, the airlock so that it would uh, neutralize the weapons detectors. Right. Yeah. Uh, so they were able to come in, come in a shooting. Uh, okay. So this I is, mean, a, you got two Klingons. What do you need weapons for? This yeah. is a, this, this, this is a shoot. I mean, now I wish I would have watched this episode. Well, you get the two Klingons that come in and kick uh, O'Brien's ass. They make uh, Odo get in a bucket and lock it down. Really? Oh, yeah. this is, uh, I gotta watch like, this one. You gotta get in the bucket, or we're going to uh, shoot the uh, Mick. And- don't don't tell me anymore. Don't tell me anymore. <laughs> we gotta talk about the episode. We're gonna watch it. We'll talk about something else. I'll just okay. watch it. I'll, we'll talk about it next week. I'll watch it, and we'll talk about it next week. So, all right, we can keep talking about the show then. It's, it's- it's a decent episode. The only right. thing that I saw wrong with it is that it was too similar in premise to the previous episode. And see, I thought it was too Previously similar. Like, well, you know, at least the inciting, you know, the inciting incident or whatever. Maybe this was a dramatic interpretation of the last episode a la Law and Order. It was like ripped from the Deep Space Nine headlines and they just it was like a it was a theater production of what happened last week. It was all fake. It, and they do have a very good uh, guest star. Lionel Luther shows up, and yeah. he, uh, he's Luther. Yeah, no, Lionel Luther. Lionel Luther from Who's Smallville. I don't watch that show, so I don't care. I don't either. It, I, it kind of stinks. But uh, <laughs> are you kidding me? That show stinks. 
That was the best Superman sh- we had on TV for a long time. I heard everybody be loving this new Superman. Oh, my God. If you haven't watched the first two episodes of uh, Supergirl yet this season. Dennis is like, I don't know if that was I'm not watching it or no. For, forget everything you heard about the first season because CW is you know, taking over and changing things. And the first thing they do. you need to watch the first season? Because no. the first episode is brutal. I, I can, you, like, you just look for a summary, like one of those little five-minute YouTube videos. That say, Here's what happened in the first season so you don't have to watch it. Well, is, uh, is David Harewood in season two? I'm guessing he's not, <laughs> just based on how the first episode went. But, David uh, Harewood? Who, who's that? He's the, uh, the black guy. Oh, no, he didn't make it. Not Jimmy Olsen, but the, the black guy who works for the uh, paramilitary unit. No, oh, was, yes, he is, and he's very important. He was uh, a, uh, a casualty of internet outrage. <laughs> no, <What>? he, uh, <laughs> there's some bad CGI involved in his life uh, toward the end of first season. Does he become a uh, cyborg? He becomes someone with the initials J.J. J.J. Abrams. Oh, okay. No. I thought he was something else. J.J. Jameson. His uh, other initials are... Of something. J.J. Reddick. Uh, J.J. Walker. You could say I was keeping up with the Joneses. He's the, uh, he's the red planet, uh, masculine... J. J. I don't know any more JJs. John JJ uh, Hardy. John Jacob Jingle. <laughs> yes, John Jacob. You Is know he the Red Tornado. No, although he was in first season. Huh. Really? Red Tornado was in first I mean, season. Who was this guy? I don't know. I don't know a lot about those. Super- John Jones, Martian hey, Manhunter. Oh, he was the Martian Man Pleaser. Yeah. Nice. But that's a big reveal. And, you know, now it's spoiled for anybody who hasn't seen first season. You know which, what? Awesome. Want to watch this first episode. First of all, the greatest thing, Superman comes in. And That's he's really excited. You can tell. His costume is the right color of blue. He's, my son refers to the movie one as the fish scale Superman. And he hates it. So I'm like, yes, he's got taste. But I love um, that actor, though. I love Harry Cavidal or whatever his name is. Henry, that dude is Superman. He yeah. is. This guy is like, wow, that's. That's Superman. He's no, so he charming. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Watch Man from Uncle. Have you seen Man from Uncle? I have, and I loved it. He was great he's in amazing that. Amazing in that. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying the actor like himself it. is wonderful. Like I think when they put the Superman out costume on, they go, "Okay, now don't have any personality whatsoever." Yeah, yeah. be morose. You're the most powerful person on the planet. You're the symbol of hope for millions. But you're now really bummed about it. Yeah, you just saved that uh, city. That's just a bummer, man. Yeah. Did he save the city? Because <laughs> a different city. Happened. The city is in rubble. I believe uh, he saved the itty bitty titty city. <laughs> see, the thing is, though, is that the thing that this episode, besides it being a, a happy, cheerful Superman, which is good, I missed that. He also ha- remembers that he has heat vision because there's a scene where they're having to chase down these small flying things, and as they're flying through chasing, instead of being like, "Oh, if we can only catch up," no, they're. Supergirl and Superman are shooting their eye lasers and blowing stuff up because, oh, yeah, range. The heat vision they use, like the heat vision effect, that's similar to what they use in the movie, isn't it? Like where their eyes it, go black and stuff. They, they kind of glow white, like a bluish I, Yeah, but I mean like around their eyes it gets all. No, not really. Not, not really. 
in the uh, commercial that scene for it. That's how it looks. I don't know. Maybe I'm looking at it wrong. I don't remember him turning black. Her eyes are up there, Ben. Yeah, uh, ben, well, there, there's the problem. I was looking at the symbol. Kryptonian symbol for hope distracted me. Uh, you were looking at her super tits, bruh. Yeah. At the, crink, the, the Kryptonian symbol for hope. Crypto, uh, symbol for tits, bruh. As in, I hope that shirt comes off soon. <laughs> no. I, I still have a problem with Jimmy Olsen. Them tits is super. Because he's girl. black. No, see, everybody says that. Thank you for uh, saying that I'm a racist. Well, you do have, have a, you have a black family. Like Ben's family is like Family Matters with Ben. <laughs> like for like, Ben's children are blacker than my children. Uh, replacing Carl Winslow is Ben. Like that's his family. It's like if you took cousin Larry <laughs> and, and like switch shows. <laughs> Yeah, that actually would be pretty fun. Just, <laughs> it would. Just totally see Carl right. with Bulky. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Carl shoots him in the second episode. Yeah. Right in the knee. He was a Muslim terrorist. Oh, cool, whatever. We were good. Yeah, right. <laughs> but my no. life, my dreams. Yeah, my problem with Jimmy Olsen. or Jimmy, kids are charming, but anyway. Is that uh, he's too cool. It's, I, I hate when they try to make Clark Kent or Jimmy Olsen cool. Because this guy, and the guy they've got playing James Olsen is actually bigger and more masculine looking than the guy they have playing Superman. And, I mean, he's just this big guy. He's, he's got the bod. Supergirl falls for it. He's got the bod. Yeah, he does. And it's just like, that, that's not J- Jimmy's this scrawny little reporter kid. You no, know? I agree. He's a little scrawny reporter. He should be a, he should be but more. Then he hits puberty. He should be more Steve Urkel than Eddie Murphy and Boomerang. You know what I mean? That's really if they, if reference for anybody. If they had gotten Urkel, like grown-up Urkel, to be uh, smacking, he'd be White. smacking women. What? Yeah, didn't he get busted smacking women? Jaleel White. I think so. I I hate to make a charge like that without it being you know verified. He was just in a uh, commercial not too long I ago. I think he. I want to say he got busted for smacking a woman. That, that's horrible. I mean, I didn't do him it. or Screech. No, so I know Screech got in trouble for that. He's a Screech went to jail. Yeah, he he did his time and then he got out and then he went back he in. I thought I, I might have to edit that out of the podcast, but let he's me check. Institutionalized. Yeah, he's like the old man in uh, Shawshank Redemption. Scratched his name into the uh, Brooks. Brooks, <laughs> yeah. Brooks Justin, was here. Dustin Diamond was here. It's sad. This is a sad story. Well, it could have been avoided if only Lisa Turtle had gone out with him. Yeah. yeah. It all could have changed. But other than that, though, there's a scene where he uh, Superman saves a family. And it, it, it's very positive. He gives him a little, you know, quick wink and then flies off. It's just, it, it's a very uplifting, positive version of uh, Superman. And I'm going to... I'm going to feel bad, though, when they do the crossover episodes with uh, Flash and Arrow and Legends of Tomorrow. So when the Atom meets Superman, because the Atom is played by Brandon Routh, who used to play Superman. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's just, I, everybody's he wasn't like, a bad Superman. No, he wasn't. I, I mean, thought he was a great Superman. Yeah, I thought so, too. And here we go. Julia White admitted to being abusive under oath, says... 
maybe I'm going to guess the next sentence was mama, but my internet didn't work right there. But yeah, yeah. Jaleel White admits ex-girlfriend filed domestic violence suit against... There you go. It was an attack on my joy and Jaleel White and Mick's ex-girlfriend. Yep. So I guess, but claims it was a ploy for money. So I guess he didn't do it, but whatever. I don't know. He was a key. Can I beat the money out of her? Yeah. I'm going to beat the bitch. I need some money. No, Jaleel. I don't have money. You have money. No, no. Somebody's got money around here. (laughs) Somebody's got money around here. Urkel beat Laura? That's not (laughs) right. He just whooped her ass. Yeah. And then Carl shot him in the knee. I thought I heard that. He's Carl shooting a lot of people this episode. I mean, no, no, that wasn't me. That was Stefan Urkel. I didn't think he had a gun. <laughs> um, I love you guys. It was great to see Dennis because I hadn't seen him in forever. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's always uh, it's always nice to meet uh, uh, with the show. Let me ask I you. I mean, this. honestly, it's been as long as I've seen Ben and Jenny as it has been since I've seen you. I mean, you got to change that, Ben. You got to change that, Dennis. Well, he's across that hour-long traffic weight of water, and I'm not. Not if you go at different times, man. I don't know. Maybe get a boat. You know, my son lives up there. I, I go up occasionally to see him. I'm How old is your son? Hmm? How old is your son? Uh, he's 25. Wow, you have a 25-year-old? Yeah, I got a 26-year-old. 26-year-old. Yeah, 26-year-old, 25-year-old, 18-year-old. We'll have you guys over for dinner sometime. My wife's a phenomenal cook. In the bedroom. (laughs) How do you think we have two kids? (laughs) Those are anchor babies, dude. That's right. She's not depending on you to come from the country. Build our wall. She was was so desperate to stay here, she waited 13 years. (laughs) (laughs) Just in case. Dennis, you had to make sure she was really into it, bruh. Yeah. (laughs) She's in for the long haul. What was I going to say? Uh, how was that, uh, uh, that, that other show? Because they have Arrow, they have Flash. How was that the Tomorrow show? Legends of Tomorrow is a... It just came up on Netflix and I saw Hawkgirl and I'm like, dude, I love me some Hawkgirl. I, you know, and that turns out to be the worst part of it is the Hawk family. One of the worst parts. It, it's, Hawkman is too short too. Kinda. <laughs> He's got Napoleon <laughs> complex. Yeah, it's like they had to make Hawkgirl and Hawkman the same height. That's not, it's just dumb. I love Hawkman. They kind of did the, the weird combination of the re- – I don't know how familiar you are with the Hawkman, Hawkgirl story. If you just know the Justice League version or if you know the uh, – Me? Any of you. Yes, I've seen some of it. I pretty much just know the Justice League version. Okay, because in the comics there was the one version where they were the reincarnations of uh, – Egyptian prince and princess. Yes. They bring that up. But then in the one that I was familiar with from the 70s, like the mid-70s or so, was that they were Thanagarian police officers. Yeah, yeah. That was that, and that, they were cops, and they got along. And didn't they get along really well with the Green Lantern at that point? Because the Green Lantern is basically the same thing. Yes. And Adam Strange. Uh, not, yeah, is it Adam Strange? No, Adam. Adam, is it Adam Strange? I thought it was Adam Strange. Yeah, Adam Strange, not so much because he's like a space hippie liberal. Well, no, because Adam Strange and, was from the other planet. And Ron or whatever, right? Our, right, and Ron and Thanagar are always in a war. Yes. They're warring. Yeah, and so they allude to that of Thanagar attacking Earth in the future. Mm-hmm. So they mentioned Thanagar, and they also have the uh, Nth Metal. Yes. Yeah thing that made them reincarnate it's this and so only objects 
from uh, Space. objects that were present Space. in the original impact. Of, like they were an Egyptian city and these giant meteors crashed on Earth and destroyed the city. Very much like Wakanda. Kinda, except these were meteorites thrown at Earth by the Thanagarians to soften oh, us right. up or something. And I'm like, yeah, don't try to mix too much. That, yeah. See, and that's like it's kind of Justice cool. League. That the origin is kind of like that. Like there, the Thanagarian uh, origin is there. Plus, there's like an episode where the dude thinks he's a reincarnated uh, Egyptian prince, Carter Hall. Yeah, and he tries to kidnap a uh, what's her name, Shaira. Yeah, Shaira. And that's the other thing is they try to use all of their names and like explain why Shaira and uh, Kendra, which were all names for you know different versions of Hot Girl. She was introduced on uh, Arrow. Arrow. No, she was no introduced Flash? on Flash. She was a barista. Oh, really? Yeah, right. yeah and yeah, she was she dating uh, Cisco. Cisco. She was too hot for Cisco. That's right. That's what she said. And as uh, well as a nerd, you know, you're, you're happy to see Cisco dating, but then you're like, mm. she's got big teeth. Cisco, uh, I, you know, she had like a complex over that and got from uh, from TNG or for DS Nine. No, no, Cisco Ramon vibe. Yeah. Oh, break dancing oh, on uh, on Flash. Flash. Yeah, I haven't watched the Flash. I heard it's good. Oh my god, Flash is my favorite adaptation of a uh, for DC in live action. This that's probably my favorite besides the original Superman movie. It's pretty nice. Good. It's a very Gorilla Grodd shows up. I love Gorilla Grodd. That was enough to win me. Anytime it's Flash, Grant Gustin, man, he's a charming dude. Yeah. And so yeah, this is, I'm trying to get them to change the name of Hampton Roads to Central City. Who are you trying to do this with? Uh, well, <laughs> who is the council that you're trying to get to change it? I, I've talked, I've sent letters to the uh, Norfolk uh, City Council and to the Virginia Beach City Council. Really? And I'm trying to build support because um, yeah, two flashes are from here. Yes, both flashes are because John Wesley's ship was born in uh, in Norfolk, so and they grew up in like Elizabeth City. Yep, and he plays uh, Jay Garrick on the new show. Yeah. And then uh, Grant Gustin was born in Norfolk and grew up here. So and you can actually find him. He did like uh, educational videos for NASA up at Langley. Really, little kid. You got like little, you know, thirteen-year-old Grant doing commercials little that's kid crazy. flash little kid flash and that's the thing they have kid flash on the flash this season so that was pretty awesome yeah so, just because wow. he's black they have he has to be kid flash well no. they just call him little flash little flash little flash that was his, his, his street name but, young um, flashy young flash <laughs> yeah. but uh no i uh I, I think it's a it's a great adaptation. I mean, check it out. Maybe I'll go watch it. But now I gotta watch I gotta watch DS Nine, bro. I don't yeah. think I, you know. Call me a dick, but I don't think I have time for twenty two episodes. <laughs> it's like I, I should watch Daredevil first because I like Daredevil. You've not watched any of the Daredevil? One episode. Okay, so you jumped right into Luke Cage. Okay, because you should watch the the viewing order. If the audience is interested, still is. Daredevil season one, oh. Jessica Jones. Daredevil season two, no Flash. Luke Cage. No, Luke Cage, because that's the thing with Marvel TV. Mm-hmm. Luke, out of all of the stuff, I mean, I love me some Daredevil, and I didn't think I would because I was never a Daredevil fan. See, I like Daredevil stuff, but Luke Luke Cage is 
some of the best written television. I, I mean, like Superstore. Or not. <laughs> no, you're not. Damn. You don't like no, Luke Cage? No, I love it. And okay. uh, Daredevil, one thing about Daredevil is uh, Foggy. He's not Ben Affleck. Like Foggy, I always kind of, you know, he just seemed like a bumbling idiot to me from the limited amount of Daredevil comics that I've actually read. But I think mm-hmm. they, they actually did a good job of making him like a meaningful character. Mm-hmm. Tonight, tonight, Dennis, after you're done masturbating, because I know you're going to do that because you're in your house all by yourself. Okay, which time? <laughs> the third time. Three more scheduled today. I want you to go to on your Marvel Unlimited account and just read a bunch of Bendis Daredevil because it's really good. Oh, he wrote Daredevil? Yeah, he wrote I love Daredevil. Michael Bendis. He's, he, a, he's yeah. written some great stories. Out this like. was when he was at like Especially, the. Especially uh, Ultimate Spider Man, Miles yes. Morales. Yes. This is when Bendis was kind of like at the at the peak, at like at the beginning of his Marvel career, I guess. Him and Alex Maleev were doing it, and it's fucking amazing. I had dinner with him at the Harvey Awards one year. Well, he was sitting next to you or something, right? Or close well, to you. He, he was like a table over. Yeah. Yeah, he was at the table next to the table with Neil Adams. Oh, cool. Who probably didn't? Who probably didn't wash his hands after he went to the bathroom? I I, I walked <laughs> over to like you know wash sit at the table. Hands, Neil. No, I, that's what you said too. No, I will say I'm excited. Speaking of comic book writers, I'm excited that Chris Claremont is coming to Tidewater Comic Con. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah, I read, like X Men was was my my comic of choice when I was like seven, eight, nine years old, and so that was right in the heart of like when he was writing about like the mutant massacre and all that other cool stuff. So, did you get? To, have you come to? Have you come to any of the Tidewater Comic Cons previously? Just the first one. Just the first one. Oh my god! <laughs> you hotel, yeah, your your face is gonna explode. Get there really, really early. Yeah. You know what? I, if I go this year, I'll probably have an extra badge. I'll just give it to you. So not to wait in line. It's fucking crazy. I was gonna say, yeah, your 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 staff, you're an exhibitor with us. <laughs> or, you know, either Bob or myself will get you in as as yeah. prepare, right? I'd like to bring my son, but um, kids get, under twelve, you get it for free. Yeah, but I don't know if like uh, my wife and my daughter might come too. So I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Well, you let me know. Yeah. Yeah. If you just come alone. Yeah. Well, when is it? May. We got time. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait. And uh, Denny O'Neill is going to be at the uh, Virginia Comic Con up in Richmond this weekend or next weekend. Who dat? That's huh? Who dat? Who dat? Yeah. O'Neill and Adams working yeah. together. You know. He was the he was the author, wasn't he? The writer, and then uh, Neil Adams did all the all the art. He wrote like, like Denny O'Neill. They're all DC, right? They do. Yeah. yeah. Well, he wrote a lot of he wrote he wrote a lot of Iron Man stuff too. Surprisingly, in the seventies, yeah. I didn't know that. I only kind of knew him from his DC work. Yeah, that, that's for. I was a DC kid when I was growing up, and so his stuff like on hard traveling heroes. Mm-hmm. And that, that was the, like traveling heroes. Hard yeah. traveling heroes. It's hobo, right? <laughs> It's where a Green Arrow, Green Lantern, and one of the Guardians of Oa uh, disguise themselves and uh, go across America in a pickup truck, discovering what the real America is. Fucking dudes. Yeah. Because that, that's the, that was the storyline where uh, Green Lantern and Green Arrow <laughs> are up on the roof. So it has, I just see the little fucking that. Guardian, like, fucking guys. Yeah. <laughs> just get the little plaid shirt. He's yeah. got a huge cock, though. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, he's a grower, not a show. Guardians, man. Guardians of the universe. Yeah. They got to have big cocks. Big fogging cocks. Yeah. They also have that Napoleon attitude, so yeah. you got to watch out. Yeah. 
but yeah, I, I definitely, if I can get up there, I want to meet him. And the kids are coming over that weekend. So it's like, you know, hey, kids, let's go to Richmond. I'm sure they'll dig it. Man, I mean, cons are fun because, I mean, like, it's wonderful. Well, that was their – Hampton was their uh, – It's like it. Halloween, you know, for kids. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, their thing is, like, the only convention experience they have have been brought to them by Federale. Yeah. And so Jonathan, who's not the most social kid, loves it. Was and that the like, one that was just coming up to me and hugging me for no yes, reason? Telling me to yes. say, that kid's not social? <laughs> He's not outside of uh, – the cons and that's the thing is something about uh, the con- the conventions triggers him and like he's talking to people he's you know having in-depth discussions about star trek or some characters makeup and it's just it blows me away i got like really weepy talking to uh federale about it that happens dude i get that you know, dude you brought this up you know this kid who doesn't have any friends, you just gave him a few hundred thousand. So that's weird. I don't know how that kid doesn't have any friends. He seems really nice. Exactly. But you know, the Asperger's kind of gets in the way sometimes. I mean, he seems like a really nice kid, man. He is. Very good boy. And his brother, the, does he really uh, have the Asperger's? Yeah. Oh, I didn't, I mean, it's, it's, he's on the spectrum and it's, it's caused some issues at school. Yeah. I can but again, conventions, He's a completely, he's like so in his element at a convention. It's awesome. It blew me, like Tidewater Comic Con blew me away. Every picture I had of him from that day, he's got this huge smile on his face. He's meeting Captain America. He's, his brother uh, was too cool to wear a costume Saturday. Mm-hmm. He went to Tidewater Comic Con. And uh, so he, he wore it part of the day and he got rid of it. Jonathan was Captain America the whole freaking day. That's awesome. And he was loving it. You know. So see, that's why when he goes to school, you need to make school feel like it's a con. So like, just have hire people to go there every day dressed up as various comic book characters. The, you know, the, <laughs> it's like from the halls of his school. It, it's part of his uh, IEP. That'd be so IEP, His educational enhancement program, or what? You know, is you know the teachers have to dress up like different Avengers. I'm sure the kids, other kids, would love it too. I, it, it's it's good for it's a win for Especially everybody. The teacher that dresses up like Black Widow. <laughs> yeah. Now, can I get Disney to sponsor this? Because they're all about education. Didn't oh, yeah, Lucas totally. dump them a shitload of money for education? So this is this is what he needs to be working on. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm all for it. But first, I'm I your president. To- <laughs> this is what will happen. We're not getting rid of the Department of Education. We're going to make it the Department of Marvel Education, <laughs> Comic Education. See, I'd be, t- I'd be too tempted. It'd have to be DC. I'm sorry. Well, I'll, we'll do all comics. <clears throat> you know. All comics matter, Dennis. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they totally do. Not just Marvel Comics, Dennis. All comics. Yeah, they do. They all matter, man. All comics. Yeah, Spawn matters. No, Spawn doesn't matter. That's not, a, that's not DC or Marvel. It matters, man. No, it doesn't. It's a minority comic brand, and it matters. Well, that that's Marvel is the minority comic brand. Don't argue with me. I'll have you in, I'll have you in prison when I'm president. Yeah, do it, Dennis. Lock her up. That's what, when I was hanging. My mom is a big Trump supporter so much that I had to block her on Facebook. I didn't block her. I just saw less of her because she yeah. just posts hours and hours on end about donald trump so while i was at her house for the con Wait, about donald trump or about hillary clinton about uh, well about how much she loves donald trump and like how oh, much yeah. hillary clinton sucks and all this stuff just typical like right-wing bullshit so like while we were at her house every day at five o'clock they would sit down and turn on fox news and watch fox five basically from beginning they would watch 
Fox News lineup, like all of it. So the only way I found myself being sane during all this stuff is just like I just kept going while we were watching the TV, just going, lock her up, lock her up. <laughs> and I did it every 45 seconds for like two hours. And it was the only way that I was able to deal with it. But you know what? It's really fun. Like I can see how that could be uh, 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 liberating and, and peaceful to you if you're a, a complete idiot. See, I like what someone said. Lock her up. The, Lock her up. During the last debate. You got to say it three times or it doesn't work. It's like Candyman or Beatles. You can tweet during the debates, WTF, question mark, in all caps, every you know minute or so during the debate, and it's appropriate. Just WTF. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, I don't know, man. He just says the dumbest shit. And like, oh, they all, I mean, it's just, he just speaks in like these generalities. It's the, you know, I, I, I didn't want to do this tonight. I, I didn't want to bring this up. But uh, it's you know. honestly the most amazing thing. As like someone who's watched political debates for quite some time, like he just speaks in like generalities. Like it's just like, yeah, you know, we got all that. I mean, I talk to people. He's good, he's good for like 10 to 15 minutes. Like he's actually somewhat composed. And then and he just <laughs> he makes some decent points sometimes. And then he just fucking goes off the deep end. It's like his meds wear off or something. Lock her up. Like I have to, seriously, like I, I know I, I commented this on the uh, the thread earlier, but like, what the fuck is going on with his nose? Like, it's now it's it's beyond any point of reason. The first debate was one thing; the second one was like, okay, something strange is going on. But now the, the third debate, he still has his sniffles. Yeah. Carrie Fisher says he's doing a line of coke before he comes out. She says, you know, as a coke expert, <laughs> what she, she is. He's like, if anybody would know, he it would be, be me. He might be snorting like Ritalin or something to try to keep him focused. Hey, that you know, that might be more accurate. I don't yeah, know. That's why it, like it's it wears scary. off, and then he just starts goes that shit crazy. Hey, hang on. All right, back to business. <laughs> See, I'm I'm not saying that that's what's happening. I don't know. I, I don't I've know. heard I've heard other people say that that's what's happening. Smart people, people on the internet, yeah, but, people on the internet. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe some four four hundred pound guy on the internet said that. I don't know. know. What do I know? Fuck around. Sniper. Lock her up. Lock her up. Lock her up. Wrong. 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 I didn't when, say that. When when somebody said that uh it was it uh, uh was it SNL on the first debate when they said uh occasionally his, his mouth uh turns into a tiny butthole. Yeah. Wrong. And uh, after that, now when and Haley watched that skit with me, so when we watch any of the debates or him giving speeches or anything, she's like, I, I, "That's every time he he moves his mouth, I I just see the little tiny butthole form." God, he sucks. Like I just want to die. In the hands, the hands. Like, how do you? How do you? I think Hillary just needs. How do you fuck up running a casino? <laughs> Like people just Hall closed today. Yeah, people just give you money. Like they just they go there specifically. The house to, always wins in yeah, the Trump house. How do you fuck that up? Like that's that should be what Hillary like how do you fuck up running a casino? Like honestly. That's why I, I get offended. How, how do you do that? When people do the little Photoshop thing and they have uh Hillary as uh Kai Wynn. And then they have Trump as you know Quark, and they Photoshop the faces together, yeah, yeah, yeah. so he's got the the Ferengi features. I find that super offensive. 
because um, you know Quark was a successful business, <laughs> yeah. and and still- it's a very successful gaming franchise. Yeah, <laughs> right. So it's like Quark a- wishes he was as successful as uh, Trump wishes he was successful as Quark. But like, how do you fuck that up? Like, how do you fuck up running a casino? Like. I don't get it. Like, did you only have like 51 cards in your deck or something? Like what happened? Like how? Yeah. It's because they got all my money when I was up there. Yeah. And we, we went to uh, the Taj Mahal. We didn't go in because they were actually rioter, not rioters. Yeah, yeah they uh, were like protesters. The, the, not protesters even, uh, strikers. Huh. They're very ordered, very polite. And uh, they were just, you know, marching. And the deal was is that there were like some labor dispute and like benefits and salaries and stuff. And all of the casinos on, on uh, the boardwalk had signed up and said, sure. Yep. That's the deal. Except uh, Taj Mahal. And they wouldn't sign. So it's like, yep, these people have been on uh, strike since July or June or something. And there's seven months that they're now, you know, going to starve and die. Yeah. I mean, like, oh, man, like and I, and how that hasn't been brought up constantly. It's like, dude, like, you- I don't understand how he wasn't uh, defeated in the primary phase. Like he's running basically on his uh, credentials as a successful businessman. No, he's and running. You have to say, hey, OK, he's rich. There's no denying that he's rich. But yeah, there is. like how many actual Americans have benefited from any of his businesses? Like he's he's shortchanged so many contractors. He's. Yeah. And he just admits to it. Nobody cares. His workers are strike against him because he has unfair labor practices and stuff. It's like the only people benefiting from his companies are his people named Trump. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, uh, you really think that kind of success is what we need in the government? I don't know. It's just kind of like, sometimes I don't understand how like people try and undercut him. Like all this stuff about, uh, you know, the sexual assault and all that kind of stuff. It should be horrifying but it's not going to be horrifying to the people who support him because they just, you know, they're, they're all for that shit. Like literally I see it on my Facebook every day. Like people like, yeah, but who's he going to put it in the Supreme court? It's better than what Hillary's going to do. And that's all they care about. They like keep my guns and keep my, you know, abortions illegal. And the thing is, the thing is too, it's like, it's different if it's one person. If one person, it's still something that should be taken seriously. But today during the debates, they were like, there was nine women came forward. Like nine. Like that's all, that's more than a coincidence. Yeah, I'm sure these nine women didn't sit together in a room and go, all right, we got to get this fucking journal yeah. off. Well, know? they're trying to take down Trump the same way they tried to take down Cosby. And it's <laughs> why did these women wait so long before they came out? I mean, that shouldn't even be like – up for consideration because no, I mean, I'm sorry, ridiculous. And the weird part about it is too, it's like, um, uh, we shouldn't believe the Trump women, but we should believe the Clinton women. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't, don't be bringing up things that happened 30 years ago, yeah. unless it happened to the other guy. Yeah. Now, yeah, yeah. We want to hear his shit, but not mine. I don't know, man. It's just, you know, all I know is we better get a fucking wall. Fuck yes, bro. After all this talk. November 9th, I'll give him I'll give him one week. I don't care that he's not inaugurated yet. He got elected, right? <laughs> so November 15th, I better see a fucking wall south of Texas. There better be something more happening, man. I better see like shitloads of bricks going right. <laughs> Something better happen. I don't know. 
I, I'm very, tr- very much trying not to be political because I, I hate it. Like, I, I don't believe at all that he's going to win. Mm. But I, I, I'm really if he scared. Does, if he does, I really, really want to see people two, three years from now when nothing has happened. There, there's no wall on the southern border. There's no economy. There's, there's nothing. It's just a flaming <laughs> yeah. pile of shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, to be honest, Congress has to be like a partner with him to yeah, make. Yes, so that's what I told my mom. I was like, I, so he's not going to get anything done. And I, honestly, I honestly told my mom, I was like, "How is this guy going to govern?" I said, "It's hard enough to govern when you're a Republican and there's a Democrat House or a Democrat yeah. Senate, or you know, it's it's divided." I he's said, burnt all the bridges in Congress. You have a dude that his own fucking party doesn't want him there. Like he's quarreling with the Speaker of the House. Like, how are they going to get anything done? Like it's, is he going to be able to govern effectively? There's no fucking way. Well, yeah, but I mean, how effective is she going to be? I, I think she'll be more effective than I him. I think Hillary. Well, like, that's because she's two faced, man. She's going to tell us one thing and then do something else with Congress. Hillary, much like <laughs> Bill, was, I think, will be very much a centralist. Mm-hmm. Like Bill ran a lot in the middle. Like he did. Uh, he just yeah. kind of. You know, but but I mean, to some extent, you have to navigate the bullshit to get anything done. Like you he kinda, believes in political expediency. You have like to Trump. You, there's no way it's his way, or it's not going to happen. And that's just not. That's going to lead to gridlock, and it's nothing's going to happen for anybody. The thing is, I like with Hillary, she'll she'll find a politically expedient solution that she'll break promises she made during the campaign, and she'll do things that she said she would never do. But, but she'll blame it on the Congress, or she'll blame yeah. it on the lawmakers, or. But I mean, like, is 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 fucking John McClain gonna uh, John McClain? Is John McCain gonna fucking support a a, a bill? Or is he going to agree with the president? No, there's no way. They hate each other. Like The worst part about all of this is regardless of if either one of them wins, there's going to be like a house investigation into either one of them. Mm-hmm. Like Trey Gowdy is going to keep doing his investigation into the emails and all that kind of stuff because they're never yeah. going to let Benghazi go. And people are going to just make up something to look into Trump. Well, they probably don't have to make it up. Yeah, they don't really have to make up a lot, man. He'll probably do something completely boneheaded in the first 30 days that's completely See, illegal and unconstitutional that they'll start doing an you know, investigation on him for. So. My, I have a coworker who uh, he and I talk about politics sometimes. And one of the things that uh, he said that he's concerned about is Trump now, and, and for a while, I guess, has been talking about how the election is going to be rigged. It's, it's going to be rigged for Hillary. It's going to be rigged for Hillary, right? Well, his concern is that he's doing that to build this whole you know, thing in our heads that it's going to be rigged. And then the Democrats are constantly saying, no, no, look, here's all the fail-safes. It can't be rigged. It can't be rigged. It can't be rigged. And then you have one of these state-sponsored uh, cyber attacks hack in and rig it for Trump. And so when the Democrats lose and they say, shit, it was rigged, he's going to be able to fall back on, no, you just spent the last three months saying it, it can't be rigged. So, I mean, yeah, that's I. I thought about that. The conspiracy theorist is not possible. I've also thought that like he's just going around going, "It's rigged, it's rigged, it's rigged, it's rigged." So then, when he doesn't win, all of his crazy gun-toting, government-hating, fucking racist asshole supporters will go, "Man, let's go burn some shit down, man!" Like people are saying, there's going to be a civil war. Like you don't have a military to have a civil war. You really need to take on the U.S. military in a civil war. Gotta, I mean, I don't know. I've, I've had some encounters with uh, 
you know, some some active duty people. Because hey, guys who, like guys like uh, 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 those gun toting idiots, they're just all talk. Dennis, what's wrong? You look sad. Yeah, I concerned. What's the yeah. score? Uh, it's it's six two, right? Ten two. Ten two. Yeah. Who's who's ahead? The Bears. Uh, yeah, the Bears. <laughs> Say it. Say yeah, it. it's from Ferris Bueller, man. What's the score? Nothing, nothing. Who's winning? The Bears. <laughs> I know, but I just I like to hear the Cubs. Then he tries to throw the ball of paper in the trash can and misses. My 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 Cubbies are going to win tonight. Well, it's two two. It's two two. Two two. Two two. Dennis is not impressed by the statement. My Cubbies. <laughs> Clayton Kershaw is going to pitch the next three games. <laughs> I mean, Dave Roberts may run him out there to do it. Yeah. I mean, because he's going to pitch game five. And I mean, the other- Jensen, by the end of the series, they're not going to have any arms left, but uh, they're going to do what, it, what needs to be done. They're going to run him out for game five, and you know they're running him out for game seven. I mean, if, if whoever the game seven starter is gets in any trouble at all, you know Kershaw's going out there. Yeah. Because, I mean, they're not going to – The Hill, right? Rich Hill. Yeah. And Rich Hill, if, if Rich Hill walks a guy in the first, he'll be like, all right, get Kershaw up, get him out there. It'll be like an all-star game. But, I mean, it's working for the Indians. I mean, look at that. Like, their starters go four, and then they run Andrew Miller out there to pitch, like, seven innings. And, then, like, it's crazy. I just, I, I just need this week to be over. The tribe. I, I, just, I just need the week to be over. I need the World Series to start. And either we're there or we're not. We'll see what happens, bruh. And I've already got uh, plans to uh, fly into uh, O'Hare. Get nude. To be in town. Rude dudes. If, if, if the Cubs go to the series, I will be in Chicago. If they go. switching so- game when the Cubs blow it in the ninth inning and end up losing. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm torching the city. That would be probably the most entertaining thing that could happen for the rest of the playoffs is for the Cubs to like go up three – 3-0, be winning going into the you know bottom of the seventh, kind of like the Yankees did against the Red Sox back in 04. Yes. Mm-hmm. Dave Roberts stole second base and then like sparked a, a four-game winning streak for yes. the Red Sox. That would yes. that would be pretty cool. I just I I can't live like this. I, I can't. I just I, in my life, right? Have the in your life, Bob? Have yes. the Mets gone to the series? Yeah, they've gone to several of them. They went last year and they mm-hmm. lost it. It was heartbreaking. They yeah. Three, three, in, three in our life. Exactly. Gut wrenching. Who, who's your, who, who's your team? This is a Mets fan, just like you. Mets. Okay, like, so like, for example, in your life, then, you, you've had your team go. Even yes. if they don't win, they've gone. That's even worse. Okay. I haven't even had my team go since Hiroshima was a fresh thing. <laughs> Okay, I don't even think that had happened yet. The last time they, no, yeah, it had just happened. That was the summer, and then that's what got them through to the World Series. He got them into October. Was was hey man, they just burnt up two hundred thousand Japs, man. Let's go into World Series. And they lost. They lost the series, but at least they that was the last time they showed up. And then uh, the last time they actually won, I. The theories behind the physics to make the nuclear bombs didn't exist yet. Okay, it was 1908. I don't think he came up with all the the, the sciencey stuff until what 1915, 1914. I don't know, 1905. I don't know. It's it's math. But either way, 1908 was the last time the time is relative, so it doesn't really matter. Exactly, it might be both. 
but 1908 was the last time the cup like they at, at uh wrigley field they they made these special flagpoles right and they put when they built wrigley field and the whole thing was when we win a world series the world series flag is going to fly on this pole that pole rusted through and and was like sold for scrap before they went back to the series well you know but i mean i know i know we've had two world wars korea vietnam i know know. my, my whole point is like yeah, that's tough and it sucks, but I mean, it's not like even the it's I don't care. Even, even the Red Sox have gone. Yeah, the Red Sox have won several World Series since then. Um, I'd rather I'd rather in not, this millennium. I'd rather not even sniff it and just then have the heartbreak of I mean, today's most years the Cubs were just terrible. Yeah, they're just you know? awful. Like yeah. there's been a there's been a handful of years in our life. 80, 84 was one of them against the Padres where oh, they, they blew it. But I mean, like, today is the anniversary of Kenny Rogers in 1999 walking in the, the gambler, walking in the series-winning run against the Atlanta Braves. I remember that night specifically. I was in Richmond, Virginia, watching it on my television, and I literally kicked the shit out of a door because Kenny Rogers walked in the winning run of a National League Championship Series Game Six. Um, that was awful and terrible. And I walked the streets of Richmond probably for like an hour after it was over. Cause I was so bummed out. Dennis, you probably remember that. Yeah, of course. Um, both like it was three, one and the three this in, uh, 99, right? Yes. This was in the 99. It was Andrew Jones. The three, one pitch wasn't close. Like it wasn't close, but the ump gave it to him. He's like, all right, that's a strike. And then Kenny Rogers came back with the same fucking pitch. This one was even further outside, and Jones didn't swing, and the Mets lost 1999, uh, three, four games to two. After being down, I think, in that game, like, four to nothing. Like, Piazza hit a bomb, and then they came roaring back as only the Mets can to lose. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, and that was in 06. 06 was still more painful to me. Yes. They, they were just uh, – the Mets' Twitter account was showing the Andy Chavez. That is – that's what I was getting to today. When he caught that ball. I was just like, man, that – Fucking go to the World Series. Tonight is the 10th anniversary of the greatest, the greatest catch I've ever seen in the history of baseball, considering the timing of it. It was a 1-1 game, one out in the sixth inning. Indy Chavez literally is a, is, a, is a no-name left fielder. I mean, a guy nobody ever heard of. Nobody ever gave a shit since or before that moment. Uh, ball Scott Rowland crushes this ball to left field. Indy Chavez gets on his horse, leaps up over the wall to about his elbow, catches this ball, brings it back in. Snow cones it. Snow cones it. Snow cones it, like right on the top of his glove. Uh, makes the most amazing play you've ever seen. Doubles up the runner on first base. And the Mets still fucking lose. Fucking still. Yadier Molina. It's a, what was it, a two-run bomb? Yeah. Yep, and then they lose. They just don't lose in the bottom of the ninth. Not no, that's not how the Mets do it. They load the bases up. They can't get a clutch. They like all. All Reyes has to do is bunt a guy over. Just move him over. Mm-hmm. But now they. He. I think Reyes popped up, and then somebody. And then Floyd walked to load the bases, and then Carlos Beltran standing there looks longingly at a curveball for strike one 
Fastball right down the middle of the plate for strike two. Curveball stands there. Doesn't take the bat off his shoulder for the entire bat. Series is over. They lose. It's awful. Sucks. Sucked. I still, even to this day, I still get bummed out talking about it. Sad. But anyway, Dennis froze. Or he's, I, I hope I remember Dennis that way forever. Um, I apologize. I didn't watch the episode. We kind of just rambled on. Dennis is gone. This um, is like, no Star Trek, I'm out of here. This is an hour and a half later. <laughs> he just realized, wait a minute, we haven't talked about Star Trek yet. These assholes. Hey, Star Trek and uh, baseball, especially DS9. Especially DS9. This is, I mean, that's one of the reasons I got so mad at myself at Trivia, back when you guys did Trivia at Wild Wing Cafe, was uh, there was a question and the answer was about Joe DiMaggio. Uh-huh. And I missed it. Really? And the reason I – it was like I, I was like, you know, sometimes you just brain lock on something. And as yeah. soon as I missed it, I remembered it. And then I was really mad at myself because it was actually mentioned in Star Trek. In one of the, the Dixon Hill uh, holo, holodeck uh, episodes when they were going back to the 40s or whatever and – they had quoted about Joe DiMaggio playing and it was just like, son of a, I knew that answer. So yeah, I, I was sad. Yeah. But yeah, DS nine, Star Trek, uh, baseball. Yeah. It's great, man. I mean, that's why I liked the first episode. It had like a, uh, uh, field of dreams vibe to it. Baseball. Wait till you get to uh, take me out to the hollow suite. But I was sad that it didn't work out for baseball, that it went away, unfortunately. Well, no, it didn't go away. It just, it's not like a national pastime anymore. And shortly after it goes away, we have, uh, I think 10 years after the last world series is when we have the nuclear war. Yeah. So shit was getting kind of, you know, downhill after baseball went away. Yeah, totally. And that's what I blame it as. So I'm I'm gonna I guess I think I saw Jenny leave. So like forever? I don't I don't know. <laughs> she just like came down and went and uh, left. Are you guys breaking up? Is that it? I, you know that would be a hell of a thing. Yeah. <laughs> like I, you were on the episode for too long. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think Jenny would do that. It seems kind of yeah. crazy. But Especially since this is technically her house. Yeah, that would be weird that she left. Maybe she had to go smoke a cigarette or take a dump. Yeah, I think she she's playing Ingress again. Uh, okay, well, good for her then. Just go careful. Make go, make sure she's okay. Yeah. Well, no, I think is I'm gonna turn on the TV and, and watch uh, Ken Burns. Oh, baseball. baseball! It's it's I gotta do it. Baseball. All right, Benjamin. Well, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. It was great seeing you on Saturday. Um, you, hopefully, I'll see you sooner than later. Your kids are are lovely. Um, yeah, it's wonderful. Wonderful. And, and wonderful. Tell Sophie and uh, and Bobby I said hi. Of course, of course. And my kids apparently now think he knows uh, your. Your daughter, because he's read your books now. She's more Monty. I yeah, I can I can kind of see that. No impulse control, just kind of do whatever she wants to do. You know, very friendly and silly. I I play Sophie as the voice of reason sometimes. Okay, so but it works out. Every the yeah, book he, is. He loves the books. I Ooh, mean, the first awesome. one he's read a couple of times, and on the car ride home, he had already read the uh, new one. Nice. Wait to get the third one. So it came out today. I got it. I it's pretty good. So That's cool. Awesome. Was was that an homage to uh, Chevy Chase? Chevy Chase in uh, yes, uh, yes, it was. Okay, Christmas vacation. Yeah, 
That, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I, that's I, I'll pick up the book for him. Thanks, man. He was excited you signed his book. Of course. Why wouldn't I? Your, your, no, kids, your kids are cool. Yeah, but he wrote my name. Of course. You asked me to. That would be weird if I wrote someone else's, Jonathan. Could you write uh, Bill? Steve. Uh, I, 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 Steve. This, is, this is Jonathan and Daniel, and if you could make the book out to Steve, uh, you have to learn about disappointment. What was that? Uh, James, sorry, thing. Get out of my face, kid. You bother me. <laughs> Give him the old bugs, buddy. Beat it, kid. You bother me. Get out of here, kid. All right. Anyway. All right, sign dude. Off. All right buddy. Good seeing you.